Tell me, Corey, what do you do? Uh, I try and cram all of my disparate hobbies and interests into D&D and make a show out of that. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> Welcome to Tell Me. I like your breath. You like mine too. Come on, baby, let me get a hold of you. I like the way you wanna do. Come on, I might get away from you. I like your breath. You like mine too. Come on, maybe we can get a clue. I like the way you wanna do. Come on, don't life get away from you. Welcome to Tell Me. It's a little show where I, your host, Piper Jones, get to talk to all of my cool friends who do fun and creative things, and I just think that these things are very neat and des deserve to be showcased. Uh, including, which is my buddy here, Corey Cox, Kaiju Chaos over Hi. on TikTok. <laughs> uh, just an absolute delight. Uh, Corey, I, I think you were one of, like, my very early mutuals. Like, I don't yep. remember when I followed you, but I'm pretty sure it was, like, 2019. Forever ago, yeah. Uh, I, bonding over that good, good <laughs> Mabim Bam content. I think so, yeah. I don't think I had even made the second account yet by that point no yeah so I think it must have been like 2018 2019 or something like that early early yeah i didn't uh actually join until i think november 2019 was when okay I then it must have been around then <laughs> yeah how long have you been at this uh at like tiktok or just yeah oh or, gosh I mean, trying to be an internet person in general oh I, I oh know, golly I started that internet in general in like 2011 <laughs> In high school, uh, no, maybe, yeah, I guess it was high school, um, uh, a bunch of my friends and I were like, Minecraft is going to be big. Uh, and it was, uh, we were in like the alpha, like, you know, testing releases and stuff. And um, we were like, let's make videos. And so that is when I started trying to do that whole thing. Uh, oh, and then uh, kind of transferred into like uh, Twitch. And then I was doing like a lot of art content on twitch and stuff before the before they had a section for that so i've been yeah i've been kind of poking around trying to find what fits for me online for a long time that's so cool to me though because it's like again I, I do want to talk about other fun things aside from vibe yeah. proficiency like but because i remember you painted a skate deck with yeah. some bureau of balance artwork and yeah, that was right the here. coolest stuff <laughs> Man. Okay, I'm gonna have to like snag a photo yeah, of that for sure. from you I'll send, for when I'll this send video goes live. Yeah, <laughs> I said video. Hi, can you tell that I do mostly TikTok and not <laughs> yeah, a lot know, of right? podcasting? <laughs> Goodness, I'm like geared for the visual, but it's too visual for voice, as Anna would say. Hey oh, hey oh, let me plug my <laughs> other friends in the midst of all this. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. You started TikTok, though, when, would you say, was that 2018? Probably like 2018 or so, uh, yeah. just kind of on a whim. Uh, I I think I had just been getting ads for it on all my other platforms, and I was, like, frustrated by them until I finally just was like, fine, I'll look. I'll <laughs> um, do it. And I didn't even have an account, and I just, uh, I mean, maybe it forced me to make an account, but I didn't even have, like, a username. You know what I mean? I was, like, user yeah. string of numbers. Um and uh, I just, because of the way the algorithm immediately at the time would funnel you into, like, the first thing that it saw you engage with, uh, yeah. it was, like, McElroy content. It was, like, podcast stuff. Um, Interesting. And so it just, like, funneled me straight into, like, cosplay and podcast TikTok. Um, and I didn't make any content, uh, but I knew that, like, 
I could tell that there was like six Adventure Zone audios that everyone was using at the time. Because at the time it was like 15 seconds was the maximum like time limit. And all of the good bits take like 30, 40 seconds to ramp up. Um, And I was like, I know audio. So I will, I'll go make the audio and then I'll upload it so that other people can, uh, can use it. But what I didn't realize is that you then had to like make a video. Uh, I thought I could just drop the the audio somewhere and be like, enjoy. Uh, And that wasn't the case. And so that kind of led me on this path of just like making a bunch of random videos for the sake of like uploading content for other people. I was playing support. I'm a support main. Yeah, I I love that, though, that that tracks, honestly. Uh, (laughs) But it's so funny, though, because so often I will see your sound out of like completely disconnected from (laughs) you over on the the Adventure Zone uh, TikTok sphere. Yeah, it's so funny. And every now and then you never know why or how, but they'll just like break that sphere of influence and they'll just like end up somewhere else. and, uh, you know, Hank Green does this thing like every New Year's where they do like lip syncs to like random audios. Yeah, and he, he did two of mine. Um, and so, that, yeah, I, that. I got a text from a friend that was just like, Hank Green is using your audio. And I went and looked and like then everyone was using that audio. And I don't even remember which one it was at the time. But I was like, oh, I, I think I switched platform. Like I had already made a different account and kind of abandoned that account by then. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Well, it's cool. I just wasn't getting the notifications that people were, like, commenting and stuff again. (laughs) That's so funny, though. It was So that would have been, like, the turn of last year, or...? Uh, It was probably, yeah, it must have been 2020 into 2021 when that happened. Which, by then, those audios were, like, a year old, if not older. (laughs) So I'm like, at some point... I feel a little silly, because I was just stalking through so much of your content today, like, trying to find, like, what are the talking points I can get into with the chorus stuff. But, yeah, uh, I'm sorry if I like stuff of yours from literally two years ago. Don't worry about it. (laughs) I I do that to my friends all the time, and there's this unspoken agreement of, like, look, just just let it happen. Nobody question it. It's natural. (laughs) Goodness. Uh, so you said you had experience a little bit in audio editing yeah. sort of stuff. So was that something you were doing like vocationally or just like uh, a hobby that you had picked up? I So I went to uh, – I studied a lot of different nonsense in school because at the time like I thought I knew what I wanted to study and I got there and – it was not what I thought it was. And then I failed a bunch of math classes that were required for this computer science degree. Um, not for lack of trying. Like I went to office hours every day. I had two tutors. I was going broke on this thing. Um, and I just couldn't wrap my head around. The class was discrete and combinatorial mathematics. And I had no idea. It was, it was the weirdest thing. Um, and so, yeah, I failed it enough that they were like, hey, you're not in school anymore. Don't come back. Uh, and I was like, oh, I was in the airport with my dad uh, about to go to Chicago just for funsies. And I had to, like, before boarding the plane, be like, hey, I just got kicked out of school. <laughs> and it was an awkward plane run <laughs> for, you know, a few hours. Um, yeah. And then uh, basically I had to, like, appeal to get back in. And uh, I had to write a... a a letter to like the committee or whatever that was basically like, I want to go back to school, but I don't want to do that anymore. I want to change majors. I I want to do something else. Yeah. 
Um, and so, yeah, that worked out. They let me back in. But uh, Good. Uh, after that, I was uh, technically doing a digital arts um, degree. Uh, and a lot of that is, well, what is that? What does that mean to you? Like, let's fill those gaps however you want to use yeah. it. Um, and so I did end up taking this like digital music class, which it sounds like you sit around and make like electro swing all day. But really what it was, was like um, talking about like the history of like moving from analog tape to like digital and like all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but it did give me some like primers and like audacity. Um, you know what yeah. I mean? And so a digital I, uh, audio workspace. Yeah. And um, I had been making music with a, a like a buddy of mine got me into making music in like middle school, high school. I had been in like a band and stuff when I was younger. Um, but he was using FL Studio, which is the software that I now use to make the podcast and all of my yeah. music. Um, he's a musician now, like a proper one. That's his job. Uh, he's a DJ and like... It's it's a big deal. Uh, I so cool. kind of gave up on it for a little while and didn't do anything. Um, and I'm kind of glad that it worked out that way because uh, I know a lot about a lot of stuff, but I haven't like yet managed to shoehorn myself into like one career or anything like that. No, I feel that involves that. it. So, but yeah, all that to say, I did have like a lot of just like random knowledge that I had like picked up from trying to make things on my own and also that like one class in school <laughs> yeah so. no that tracks that's that's so cool to me though that uh this soundscaping that you do for vibe proficiency was like part of why i wanted to have you in here because like it i, I was gonna ask about your influences but i know it's it seems very much like in tune with what griffin <laughs> kind of does on taz balance especially yeah um that that kind of like I don't even know how to, like, verbally <laughs> express what the music you craft for yeah. my proficiency makes my brain feel, but... Uh, <laughs> I, uh... For that music specifically, I'm pulling from, like, a lot of influence. Uh, and I really don't... I've never, like, sat down and, like, compiled the list of, like, here's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, um, here's where this came from in my brain. <laughs> but it, it became quickly apparent that I, like, needed music to make the show work, and... Uh, I love making music. And so it was like, cool, that's one hobby, another one that I can just jam into this thing I'm already doing and it works just fine. Um, yeah. And so I ended up uh, kind of deciding like, well, I get to choose what the aesthetic of the show is, right? If I'm doing all the editing, all the like producing of the episodes, I'm making all the music, I've made all the graphics. And so I made the graphics first uh, and I pulled... Uh, there's an ad from the 70s for Dungeons and Dragons that I just like yeah. loved. It's just like this kid in like overalls and the whole picture is like burnt orange and yellow and it's like really ugly. And he's like, I don't know, the caption says something about like, basically, why would I go outside if I have Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, yeah. and I was like, this is so funny. So I just pulled a bunch of colors and tried to make it look old, like all of our graphics. I was like, I want to emulate like that. I think it's fun. Yeah. Uh, and when I did that, I realized, like, I could do that with the music, too. Um, yeah. Because I grew up on, like, you know, 90s PC adventure games and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And so I'm like, I just want yeah. more of that. So. <laughs> well, goodness, there's... See, now that you say 90s PC adventure games, yeah. my brain has, like, a very specific game in mind. And I cannot 
place it. it. I, I'm sure I'm going to think of it after we're done recording I, here. I'm I think be like, I always tell people that uh, I'm trying to fuse like Monkey Island and Undertale into like one musical like language. <laughs> so that's kind Sorry, of... Sorry, you said Undertale and I'm like, oh my God, I can totally you hear can that feel in it, what right? you do. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, and it's got... Uh, <laughs> goodness the, the entire vibe is very i'm proficient in your vibes Corey. Hey. the uh it's got just such a nostalgia to it and it's like that warm fuzzy feel you know that yeah. you get when you're playing in a, a game for the first time that really piques your curiosity and like your your whole brain just wants to wrap around something and invest in this yeah. world that you've created which, I, uh, I i think that that's like a thing that um, and I know I mentioned Undertale, like, I feel like I'm not alone in saying that's like a pretty big inspiration for me, you mm -hmm. know, like visually storytelling wise, but like the music, especially, um, and you know, Toby Fox has been pretty open about like, oh yeah, this is what I did. Like, this is all the process yeah. that I took. I stole the, you know, the earthbound sound fonts and I just kind of went to town. Um, and I was like, I don't, I don't necessarily want to pull the same trick, but I, did listen to a lot of his music from Undertale to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what works about this and why do I like it? Um, so that's yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from with it. Good, it's so, it's so good though. I love it. Thank uh, you. So hey, th this is uh, your shameless plug because I don't think I've actually said, hey, Corey over here makes a podcast <laughs> called Vibe Proficiency and it's yeah. very good and I, I would throw money at you to have this on my network <laughs> and we have discussed this. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it, the world that you have crafted. Again, like it's forgotten realms adjacent, but it's very homebrew and very yeah. fun. And I, I just enjoy watching your TikToks that kind of explore more of the DMing side of it. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that the most fun part about, you know, this like this medium, I guess, is that it's, you know, it's collaborative. And so I had a bunch of ideas that I, I thought I knew where this game and story would go. And then the players played 10 minutes of the game. And then I went, well, that is different than I thought, <laughs> you know, we would be doing. Uh, that's and not so, what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's the that's the nature of these things. But uh, that's the challenge of DMing in general. <laughs> yeah. And it makes it makes the whole thing better for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the world, like you said, it's it's Forgotten Realms to the extent that I didn't want to come up with a bunch of city names uh, <laughs> or deity names. Um, and the only, like, all I knew is that I would need, like, a starting location. So I came up with yeah. Port Crescent, which is an analog of uh, Portland, where I grew up. Uh, and so it's a big city that's got, you know, a lot of, like, shipping and, like, it was a port. Um, yeah. And so I made that. And every time we sat down to play, I needed a new they would they would have a question about something that would make me make a new detail and it was just instantly real and so um so cool, i just kept building on that and then kind of every time i was like um there's some cities there's some like islands like i'll just pull those names we'll call it good um like kelimvor the the yeah. main like god of death in this world um if you look into like the forgotten realms lore they depict him as like uh you know the runner Prefontaine? Uh, uh, he's a track star. I would have to Google, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, a runner. he's, he's, he's a like a local star. hero where I went to, to college. Um, but anyway, gigantic mustache, long mullet, headband. And that is how they depict this deity in, in like Wizards of the Coast is like, that's what he looks like, like extremely white. Uh, and I was just like... Sorry, 
Uh, when you were just, for some reason, I don't remember if you said that he looked like a drow or anything, but in, in my brain, I was picturing tall, well, dark gray skin. That's gone. the thing is that I didn't like any of that description. Okay. And so I didn't keep it. The only thing I kept okay. was the name and like, quote unquote, God of death. And I changed everything else about him. Um, I was going to say, I feel like I would have remembered very right. starkly if you would have. <laughs> He's got the sweatband on. No, like. Oh, my God. There's a TikToker changed. who I feel like fits that very description. And it's like Max something. Do you know who I'm talking about? I'm not sure. I, again, I'll, I'll find I'll find him after the thing. <laughs> there is a. You, <laughs> There is a TikToker, and I am so bad with names as well, who did cosplay. Um, and I remember I was just scrolling through, and I saw him and went, there it is. And I just kind of described that uh, gotcha. in the initial playthrough of that. Um, like, it didn't make it into episode, but I described that person. Uh, and uh, we quickly realized that, like, I don't want it to be exactly that. Like we can, yeah. we can make our own tweaks, uh, and we so love it a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot, um, and I don't want to spoil a lot, but um, no, a lot yeah. of like the the character itself influenced what the character should look like by the end yeah. of things. So I, I feel that. Yeah. Goodness, there's again so much detail that you have to come up with spur of the moment when you're DMing and I have yeah. such mad respect for that because like I, I tried running a module once uh, I think it was like the Dragons of Ice Spire Peak or whatever but yeah, I was yeah. running it just for my siblings and I felt like there's so much of the story you guys are missing by just dicking around I know. <laughs> let me not railroad I know. What, what the books has for you but like Gosh, uh, I, I feel like that would be so challenging. It is. Um, I came up with three storylines for this game that were all like, I guess when we play the first time, they'll decide which one they follow, and I will go with that one. Um, mm -hmm. That's how we got the story we're in. Uh, it Peek Behind the Curtain could have been basically Atlantis was kind of one of the other Ooh. ones. Uh, and so that may make an appearance in like later seasons or something. Uh, Cause I did write a bunch of that, um, but yeah. I just, we haven't touched any of it. Like none of that yeah. content was interesting enough to come up in the first episode. And we just kept following well, different threads. <laughs> on the off chance that any of your players listen to this, we don't want to spoil any of that either in <laughs> case you do end up exploring this. But yeah. Uh, just on that note, uh, how did you come to acquire the, this specific party? Like, what what prompted you to start this show with these people? Uh, yeah, so I uh, I worked with all of them, um, and so, so uh, we all worked at uh, Disney World together. Um, oh man! And uh, yeah, I, you know, I was like uh, training to be a coordinator, and uh, there was this coordinator who was training me, and uh, it's Casey from the podcast. And uh, I was like, he's kind of a tough nut to crack. He's like a little bit of like an introverted dude, as am I. And I didn't want it to be awkward during lunch. So I was like, I'm going to make a connection. Uh, and I don't even really know how it happened. Uh, but, you know, we were talking about like prop making and stuff, which is like another fun thing that I enjoy doing. Yeah. Um, and I D&D came up and he was like, I've never played. And I was like, here you go. And I gave him uh, the Adventure Zone balance. Um, nice. And within like a couple of weeks, he was just like, oh, my God, we have to play. And I was just like, yeah, we do. And I did that to like four of the people <laughs> in the group. Um, and well, then, and Casey is Peck, right? 
Casey is no. uh, uh, Cadmus. Is Kira currently? No. Um, okay. For for one episode, he was fandering. This is me rolling the dice and crit failing. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So there's uh, there's Casey, uh, and then there's um, Chandler, who is Peck. Uh, and then there is uh, That's why my yeah. confused. <laughs> and his brother Tyler plays Cadmus. Gotcha. And there's uh, Kelly and Becca, um, and so all of them like we all kind of like worked together. Um, I didn't work a ton with Tyler in the past, but like I knew of him because he's brothers with Chandler, and, uh, yes. and so I was just like kind of gently bullying all my friends and like you want to play a game uh and they all said yes and then like a week out i was like y'all want to bring some microphones and record it and see what happens um we didn't set out to make a show we set out to just like play a game um so uh if you listen to that first episode you can hear that we're all in person this is pre-covid um and it's awful uh the, uh, (laughs) the audio quality is really bad uh and i think it's like kind of endearing uh but like, we had so much fun doing it and thinking of it as a show uh, yeah. that we just kept doing it. So, <laughs> well, and it, the the show that you guys have produced thus far, it's, I love it. So I would say it rivals it rivals balance Shush. in my brain. Shush. Oh my no. god. Okay, but this uh, I feel like I I can say that because I, I we have a D and D podcast on the network, Roll for Chaos, and I feel like it's while good. it's an absolute hoot, it's very much hi we're all just murder hoboing our way through this world whereas ours is a lot more like well Uh, it's just two different dynamics of games because yeah yours is a little more like meticulously geared toward that deeper story i feel like and and i feel like this is an interesting talking point as well and i've been pretty open about this i feel like uh if you like are kind of paying attention to I open every episode with like a, hi, it's a note from me, Corey from the future. Like, here we go. Um, And right out the gate, I was like, we recorded this in like February of 2020, right? Like, Mm -hmm. um, but we're making references to like the Pokemon remakes that just came out in some of these episodes. So it's like, how did that work out? Um, We, there are two games happening here. One of them is the one that we play that takes five hours in one sitting and one of them is the story that gets cut together afterwards um and they are similar but different enough that like um, yeah it it does feel sort of like a manufactured product that way but um it's cool because we get to put out a show that we're like excited about and proud of and like yeah people were live tweeting today uh that they got to like a twist that happened and i was like if if only this one person was like that excited about like this you know shocking revelation, um, then it's worth it. But like we also got to have the game that was just us, where we could do whatever we want, say whatever we wanted, and then decide like that wasn't funny enough, or like wasn't clever yeah. enough, or we that sat around the reading the floor. rules too long. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, truly, that first session took about six hours to record. It's an hour and a half long episode. Yeah. Like we were just sitting around kind of eating pizza and like so yeah. it was good, right? Like there but it is two separate things. Yeah. And Whereas it's kind of Roll a weird... for Chaos was all just like, this is what we recorded. This right. is what you get. And that, that is what I set out to make. And then yeah. I just happened to enjoy the post process so much. Like doing that yeah. thing is fun for me. So Yeah, <laughs> no. Well up... and you do a wonderful job with it. Thank um, you. Yeah. So now I'm trying to think. <laughs> 
where I want to go with that. Because again, I was like, ah, oh, yes, give me an info dump on my <laughs> proficiency here. It's yeah, it is one of my favorite things to to talk about uh, in a way that is like not exciting for most folks. I think. No, well, uh, like- the, the, it's the whole vibe things of like, this podcast is like we want to talk to creatives about the creative things right, they enjoy yeah. doing so give, give me the creative things it you definitely enjoy doing, is friend. that uh but i think like inevitably you know i'll be on like my my twitch channel or something and it'll just like kind of come up and then somebody will ask a question and i'll put everything on pause to be like well let's break down the track like the music file in question like i'll break it down for you hold on and you'll watch the the viewership numbers just dwindle and i'm like right. i get it but I'm having a good time, so we're going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, as long as you're having fun, that's the important yep. thing. Uh, it is what it is. So what is your uh, editing process like for that? Because I imagine <laughs> sifting through that much gameplay and deciding yeah. how much of it actually filters in has uh, got to be a yeah. bear. Um, I think uh, we, did, we did this thing where we recorded like the entire season. Um, and then I started working through it, um, which, again, it, it's kind of a <laughs> I feel like this. It sounds a little like disingenuous, but like I was watching um, Dimension 20 and then I realized they had a live episode that I hit and they were like, this is not the same show. Right. Like it yeah. is not going to be as polished. And it was very long. And there was a lot of like awkward breaks like our group had. And I was like yeah. immediately like oh, it's okay. Like, it's totally fine that that happens. And I also get to control who gets to hear what. Uh, You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I don't feel that bad about um, cutting and changing things in post. If we all agree that it's a more interesting, compelling story, sometimes we'll just go back and and change a detail here or there. Um, For instance, like, um, we were editing through a few of them. I got through, like, seven episodes edited before we released one. Um, and we were all like, all of these NPCs have the same accent. Uh-oh. Um, and so, Uh-oh. like, I went back and, like, re-recorded all the, all the voices again. Um, but it's kind of, I guess, to answer your question, it's one of those things where we have the benefit of hindsight uh, yeah. as a tool to edit with. Because, <laughs> um, like, we were there when we made it all, and, like, specifically, I'm over here taking notes, um, and so often I will know, like, I'm going to cut this whole section um, yeah. and we're just going to not touch it. Because um, I think like in episode one, I was intending to just cut out all of the times where we checked the rules and cut out like, uh, you know, awkward silences where we're eating pizza and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and then I realized, like, there was an entire section where they start pulling on one of those other plot threads that I was talking about. And put it down to go back over to this other thing. And yeah. so it, it went nowhere. And it took an hour. And uh, so I went, well, I guess I don't need that. Uh, and I just yeah, it doesn't need to be cut it out. Um, so I think, I guess, the process, if there is one, is that I just kind of listen and think about it in context of what already exists. Does any of this break continuity on accident? Uh, yeah. And if so, does it need to be altered? Does it need to be removed? Um and then I cut together whatever I think a compelling uh, episode is. When I get to around 50 to 70 minutes, if somebody says a cool line, that's the ending of the episode. <laughs> We're going to cut it there. Um, and uh, what I usually do is get two episodes out of one recording session. 
So yeah. that that works. It's a little it's a little more streamlined now, but at the beginning it was rough. I'm <laughs> uh, sure. Well, again, finding your footing in anything is always a challenge. Yeah. Um, but you say that they all have the same accent, and I was going to c- comment on how like much I adore the accent work that you do do. Oh, and thanks. You put into it because it's especially um, Heldry's kind of got more of that like it's not kind of like- quite. Like a pseudo, yeah, pseudo Kiwi sort of, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's somewhere between New Zealand and America, I guess. I don't even know. That's the Um, Forgotten Realms. Do they have a New Zealand? We don't uh, know. (laughs) We knew that we needed to differentiate some of these, like, key NPCs that they were going to end up, that they did end up talking to a lot. And um, so it was like... Uh, yeah, I think that my default is to like, if I'm going to do like a weird voice, you know, it's it's always the same one. If I'm going to pick an accent, it's like always Irish. And so like I, yeah. I ended up just being like, oh, we already met like like Arthur McGowan was like the, the lumber mill guy. And then I was like, well, he had like a whole episode. So I can't keep the other shopkeeper yeah. that we only saw for a few minutes with that same voice. Like... Well, and, oh my gosh, hi, like, I, I listened to your show, I should know the NPC's names. No, 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 the, there's so the, many of them. The spelling bee. Moira? She, yeah, Moira's got, uh, like, a very distinctive voice as well, and I love she's, it. Uh, she's just me, but um, uh, a little more chipper, a little higher, like, resonance. Yeah, it, it's... <laughs> she's also just me, like, in-universe. Uh, that character is, <laughs> like, very clearly, like... Um, Every time I describe her, she's like a little bit of an organized mess. And she's always like, you know, chewing on a leather cord from her shirt or something. Like she's yeah, fidgeting with something. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, oh, I accidentally did a me in there, didn't I? That's well, my I mean, bad. <laughs> there's your self-insert. There you go. You're yeah. in the story now. Gosh, I love that, though. Because, yeah, the you have like such a way of describing the spaces you're into like i can picture the spelling bee and bloodletting as being very like distinctive like Thank this you. isn't just your your average fantasy shop you know it's yeah. like yeah I, I think a lot of you that walk comes into from... skyrim and it's just the same like yeah it's the shop same shopkeeper screen. npc and like he's got the yeah. same voice actor and like and that's cool and that's fine but i Todd. uh I somewhere along the lines I like really ended up caring about these characters and realizing that like they need they deserve better. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so uh, I think like in the moment a lot of um a lot of the descriptions of places are what I said when we played but that I have removed uh, like superfluous weird details i've removed the part where i'm like uh you know like um like that part gets removed yeah. out uh and i just try and like make it succinct and often what ends up happening is that i'll have to re-record that bit with whatever i've chopped out of what i originally said as a guide like as the template yeah like, let's just say it the, again the so you can't skips. hear the weird stutters when i've chopped it into pieces but um yeah i i think that's one of the, like the cool things about D&D as like an audio medium like in podcast format is that like I have no way of knowing how you're going to picture this thing that I'm describing or this person yeah. or like whatever I can see it in my head and you can see it in your head we have no way of knowing if they're the same <laughs> right. um, and I find that so fun uh, because like we uploaded these prologue episodes as a test to see like would anyone listen to this yeah. um, and the first one we put up was all about 
uh, Elwyn, uh, Chandler's character, and um, it was like uh, a day, not even a full day, before somebody sent us fan art of that prologue episode and that character, and not just one, like a comic page, like panels, different different that. views of the same character, and I was just like, that's so cool, and it's it's incredible, but it's also not what I was picturing, and it kind of yeah. like broke my brain a little to be like oh, I probably don't even picture this character the same way that Chandler does. Like, uh, (laughs) we recently got one of uh, Mira, the the Mm -hmm. tiefling, um, and uh, the artist uh, painted her as, uh, like, red, because she's a tiefling. And I was like, we've never talked about it on the show, but I don't even know what color this character is. Um, It just never came up. I I don't know, like, if my brain is pulling like Ahsoka Tano for some reason or mm-hmm. what, but like I, I picture her as like this like lightish orangish color. Right, with, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's I don't know why, but this so, is the, the illustration of my brain is. And again, painted. like I think it's cool that every like it's an audio medium. Everyone has a different understanding of what that character looks like. And we try to be like somewhat intentionally vague, but point out the details we think matter. Um, yeah. like Peck is a red dragon, uh Ellen wears a white mask. Right? Like that's yeah. kind of all we gave in that first episode. Uh, and now we're all kind of like, maybe, you know, maybe the, it looks like this. Maybe it looks like this. Uh, yeah. And it's always depicted differently than we would anticipate. And I think that's so cool and interesting. You know, uh, Liz from Magic School Bus, the, the Miss Frizzle's lizard. Yeah, I yeah, pictured yeah. that, but red with wings for yeah. some reason when <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. of Peck as a pseudo-trust. I've got... Um, I'm kind of picturing Figment, the little purple dragon from the Epcot ride. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that, that tracks, yeah. <laughs> but then I also don't, again, I don't know if that's what Chandler's picturing. But, like, <laughs> it's uh, it's different for everybody. No, it's right? curious. Because, again, you say pseudo-dragon, and I'm trying to, like, even imagine what that might mean. For one thing, I never the, even yeah, looked up. Yeah, lack of efficiency is the first place I've heard it. Yeah. I, <laughs> so Chandler wrote... A, a story like a book basically about this character um and he he swears up and down that it was based on what is that That's, i think it was like a disney channel thing like the 100 good deeds of eddie something oh my gosh see you say that and now i'm like okay yeah that that tracks but right i i can't remember which decom that was i don't there's eight I don't million know. of them <laughs> Um, and I was just like, I'm not familiar with that. I've never heard of a pseudo dragon before, but we're going with it. Uh, it does yeah. have stat blocks in the PHB, so it exists, but there's no picture to my knowledge. So I'm yeah. like, we just kind of made it up on the fly. Every time somebody would ask, he would say something like, oh, I pick it up in my claws. And we'd be like, all right, hands. Let me rework that in my head. We, I, Okay, we've got hands. We've got legs. <laughs> and then he was like, right. okay, and then I've got wings. And I was like, Hmm, let me like shuffle that picture around again. Right. Uh, so every time we play, it's adding like a little something, something. It's a, it's a spore randomizer, but with yes. this dragon character. <laughs> no backpacks for applesauce, unfortunately. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad a that bag you of understood. holding for his applesauce. <laughs> uh, now he does. Yeah. Now right, he does. Spoilers, but. Uh... <laughs> We will be right back with, uh, hopefully, a backpack for our applesauce after this quick little break. (laughs) 
hi, hello. Uh, editing room Pip here with a couple quick little announcements for you. If this is your first time listening to any shows here on Common Unity, I would like to say thank you for checking this one out. Uh, it's always an absolute delight to get to make cool things with my friends, and I hope that you've been enjoying this episode so far. This show falls kind of at the end of the weekend lineup of shows that Common Unity releases over on the network. If you tune in on Fridays, you can hear my buddies Anna and Gabe suffer through all, all types of audio crimes. Uh, they find the worst content of the internet and kind of filter it through them so that you don't have to look at it directly. You know, like the Ark of the Covenant, Indiana Jones, that sort of thing. If you want to check that out, new episodes air every Friday. Uh, new to the network alongside Tell Me is uh, Sib Squad, a show that I am recording with my sisters Tashale and Jordan. Uh, that'll be dropping every Saturday, and you'll get to hear us share all sorts of stories from growing up together in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, Minnesota. Despite our shared upbringing, we all have grown to be very different people, and I really like picking their brains about their different perspectives on things. So, if that sounds like it'll float your boat, that's every Saturday. On the weeks we're not dropping new episodes of Tell Me Here, you can listen to my friends Mike and Zeke over on Something to Pot About, where they talk about all sorts of pop culture things. Lately, it's been a lot of just NFT jokes. Uh, it's- it's a real time. So once again, that's Bad, a show of cursed concepts every Friday, Sib Squad with me, Tashale, and Jordan every Saturday, and then on Sundays, you'll either find a new episode of Tell Me, or a new episode of Something to Pot About. This network is just kind of a continuation of the heart behind this podcast. Uh, I count myself very lucky to have made friends with such cool and creative people, and I just like supporting the things that they like to create. If you want to join me in playing Glucose Guardian, what's the gender neutral of Sugar Daddy? I don't know. That's the closest I've got. I hope you'll consider uh, supporting the network Patreon. That's patreon.com slash commonunitymedia, where for as little as $5 a month, you can get access to the network Discord, where you can hang out with me, Anna, and other creators here on the network. You'll get access to bonus episodes, like a little bit of the recording from the break we took. We're also working on getting new designs up for the Common Unity merch store, which is gonna launch very, very soon. Uh, so if you support the Patreon, uh, you can get discounts on all sorts of like stickers and t-shirts and whatever we end up cranking out over there. I wanna once again thank you for taking the time to listen to this mid-reel and the episode as a whole. I'm just gonna sprinkle some uh, teaser content of the other shows in here before we get back into the action. No legitimate, rational person would take us seriously. Let the viewer base know that we're degenerates. <laughs> Every Saturday here on Common Unity Media, you'll find me, Piper Jones, bullying my sisters, Tashale and Jordan, into hanging out with me for an hour and sharing our different perspectives on all sorts of different topics and stories from growing up together out in the middle of nowhere here in Minnesota. I will put a big fat disclaimer on, like, this entire show. Whatever stories we may tell, we are cringe, but we are free, okay? Like, we know where we've been, we know where we came from, and we know who it has shaped us to be. Whatever we're recording, I'm good with you using. I don't I don't mind at all. Meanwhile, only make me look as good as you possibly can. <laughs> Welcome to the Sip Squad. You're an honorary Sip. We love you. We love you. We're back with that applesauce that you crave. <laughs> 
Come on, everybody, catch this juicy drum wave. So, yeah, n- not not to compare applesauce to applesauce, but like, what are some, what's some of your podcast influences? Because I know we we initially bonded over the Mabim Bam yeah Taz uh, thing, but uh, yeah, Taz is a big one. Uh, I think Taz Balance obviously is like. I think a lot of people hold up as like the gold standard for like the adventure zone at least. Um, yeah. And uh, and I think that that it's great. I think they really caught lightning in a bottle with that story. It's one of the best stories it's, I've ever heard. It's so good. Uh, love, the number of times that I cried during that finale, oh, yeah. I'm like the yeah. bench is the benchmark so high for Catch any your other boy podcast. In the in the Main Street break room, like behind Town Square Theater at Magic Kingdom. Um, <laughs> off in the farthest corner trying not to like not to be disturbed while i'm just like sitting there staring like fingers temple just like staring at the wall like listening <laughs> to the finale because like i just didn't want to wait until i wasn't around people to listen no. to it wow um, it's so good it's so artfully yeah. crafted balance is uh balance is truly incredible and i think it's incredible because they went into it not knowing what they were doing yeah. do you know what i mean like i don't think um, I think they've talked about this with like Amnesty, which I love. Oh, um, we are just finishing Amnesty. <clears throat> like we have two episodes left. Okay, I, don't I will not spoil it. Yeah, uh, don't, don't spoil the. But video. they talk about in the like the recap, like Adventure Zone Zone, um, how they were like, I think maybe we all wanted to get to the fun part of balance was the end, right? Like where we were all like tying everything together and it all made sense, and we wanted to get there first in Amnesty. And so they think that it's not as successful. And, like, I, you could argue that. I adore Amnesty. Amnesty it changed so what fun. I thought you could do in this sort of, like, medium. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, the story was interesting. But, like, it wasn't D&D-ass, like, combat. Like, we weren't fighting, you know, no. dragons well, and I, junk. <laughs> and I, I love that, like they don't just stick to D&D 5e. And yeah. I guess that, that's a question I, I would have for you. Have you played around in other systems? Is there another system you would like to tackle? I do like, really like Monster, Monster of the Week. Monster of the Week is so cool. Yeah. Um, I want to play some of that. Um, but uh, Becca really wants to start playing, from our podcast, Vibe Proficiency, mm-hmm. uh, uh, she really wants to play some of these like one-page RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, and... You know, they don't have, like, a, a quote-unquote, like, system or anything. It's just, yeah. like, here's the game. It's on one paper. And now enjoy. Uh, and I am so down for that. Because um, I think that we have sort of chopped and screwed the mechanics of D&D 5e to bend them to our will so much yeah. that, like, are we still playing 5e? Like, just does it matter? If you're um, having fun, no, it doesn't exactly. matter. <laughs> Um, and, and I think that part of me does worry that somebody who's like really into like the mechanics of the game will listen to our podcast and be like, I hate this <laughs> because like, it's not, it's not that. Um, no. and again, I don't, I don't care. It, it's, we aren't making it for them. We're mostly making it for us. Um, well, that's, that's how you should do anything in my book. Honestly, like, right. As long as you're enjoying what you're doing, like... It, I have cooled the shit out of any campaign I play yeah. in. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I, and it, this is, this campaign is like, uh, 
listening back to it, it's obvious to me, but it has been like shocking to some of my friends when I say like I've never DM'd before. I've like played a little bit of D and D before this campaign. And uh, this is me can, squinting very loudly at that because, like, <laughs> hi, this is an auditory medium. So, for our listeners, I'm squinting very loudly at the idea that you have not DM'd before because, holy yeah. shit, Corey! Well, and uh, I feel like uh, it was either Brendan or Matt, one of one of the greats, was like, if you've listened to some of this show, you're probably qualified to DM, right? Like, like if you have like absorbed enough of this content, you get the job description. You could do that. Um, And that's kind of just how I felt going into it. Like I hadn't heard that yet, but I was like, I don't know. I feel like I've listened to a lot of D&D. I played in a campaign for like a month or two. I don't even know how long it lasted. It it didn't end well. Um, And uh, it it was more of a lesson of like how I wouldn't necessarily want to run some things. Um, And knowing that and what I did like from like, like I said, like balance um, was like, I don't know. Why don't we try? I guess. (laughs) And uh, just kind of, just kind of threw it out there. I over-prepared and then um, let all of the, all of the preparation just drain right out of my ear before that first session uh, and just kind of was like, I don't know what we're doing anymore. Uh, we're here, and we're having a good time. We're having a good time. We're eating pizzas. Uh, <laughs> it was great. So there's that, a lot though. of silverware noises in that first episode, if you listen closely. <laughs> now I'm going to go back and just... Yeah, it's there's a lot. <laughs> uh, it's so fun, though. See, uh, there are some people who really enjoy, like, the the hyper, like, mechanical the side of yeah. D&D. And I am not one of them. Like, I've played with people who are, and it can be... This is me not trying to be an asshole, but, like, (laughs) if if you are so concerned about, like, does this function mechanically, like, are you maximizing what your player can do, it can kind of take some of the fun out of it and, like, really drain. Like, I'm saying. But there are some people who really enjoy that, and I can admire that like yeah. I, I have a couple different friends who are building like their own rpg systems one of them is zeke from something to pot about who's building like this mass effect inspired one nice and a, another friend of mine is building one that's more like i think he's calling it fables or something but it's very like superhero inspired nice like uh I, i'm pretty sure marvel has tried to come up with their own like sort yeah. of like we are a, a marvel inspired rpg but it's like, I, I got to play test my my buddy's fables when it was in its very early stages, and it was so much fun. Yeah, like I just <laughs> there's I it's think, the whimsy, you know. Exactly, like that for me, and and this is something like I kind of ran. I introduced a lot of the players in our campaign to D anD D and TTRPGs, mm-hmm. um, and so like I, I knew that I had provided them with the influences that influenced me. And I knew that we would kind of jive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've known each other for years at this point. Like uh, our exposure to this thing is the same. Like we probably are cool to just, if I think it's going to work, they probably do and vice versa. And so um, I think that you got to be careful if at least it seems this way, if you just like, grab a a group of veteran players and be like, here it is. Like 
you're probably going to run into some issues if you don't have that conversation first to be like, yeah, you cool with this being like kind of combat light and we're kind of telling a story more than we are like rolling dice and doing math. Yeah, well, um, and, and that, that's part of the dy- <clears throat> dynamics of building any party is, like, making sure you yeah. know what everyone expects out of it. Like, because you're going to have the min-maxers, you're going to have the rules yep. lawyers, you're going to have the people who are just and here we, for a good we time. We do have that to some extent. Um, yeah. I, I love Chandler. I love his character. Uh, don't tell him I said that because it'll go straight to both of their heads. Um, but <laughs> I, I, uh, Chandler, if you're listening, you heard it here <laughs> first. Uh, I know that he does love to like, sometimes you play D&D because you want to solve a mystery or you want to, you know, be really good at fighting. Sometimes you want to play because you want to feel like you did really well at something. And so yeah. he really wants to like, every now and then, like within the confines of like this cool story that he's also helping make, be like, I want to do some nonsense. I want to be the very best at this. Yeah, <laughs> um, I want to get I, a good grade in role play. Right, and like, and, like, God love him, he sure does it. You know what I mean? Uh, so, like, uh, I think originally I was kind of scared because he was like, I have all these ideas of, like, magical items that I'd like to find. He gave me a list of, like, big, scary artifacts that he wanted to <laughs> possess. And I was like, oh, I'm so scared of what that would do to the story. And then it became clear, like, the more we play that it's like, A, I trust Chandler to, like, not break the story. But B, like... <laughs> I think it'd just be more fun if everyone yeah. was like, here's my very weird idea and I would like to do that now. And we were all just like, cool. Uh, and Let's so uh, that is kind of where we end up. But I think we're on the rails for the first couple episodes for sure. And then it just kind of turns into chaos. And that's, that's it's D&D, a baby. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> but that's what we are here for, my guy. <laughs> Goodness. Um, I was going to say, you were talking about like, single sheet rpgs what kind yeah. of systems has uh becky thrown your way becca oh uh, you know what we have a few of them in our like discord chat and i don't remember uh but like um uh, i want to say that one of them was at least one of them was by the person who wrote like honey heist oh you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah, yeah. that's um, the one they do for the Taz live shows right yeah i could be totally wrong about this but i feel like there was one where everyone was like animals or something was Goodness. like the premise. And it was just like it pre pre-made like animal character type things. No stats. Um, here, here's how you play. Right. Um, yeah. And it's just like a prompt. The, the things you can possibly do and nothing else, yeah. uh, which is like uh, very intimidating uh, <laughs> because well, like think, yeah, there is I some imagine. fun uh, or some safety in the, uh, the crunch of like a, a well-established system or whatever that has like a yeah. hundred pages in the book. Um, because you can be like, well, I can't do that, but there isn't that in these other ones. <laughs> and so yeah. you're like, Oh, is my idea cool enough to explore? Are we like, am I having enough? Like, it's like looking at a blank canvas and being like, no, like I, there's nothing I could do here that would be good. That's yeah. the feeling of those one page RPGs. Well, and this is like pure just if you want something that's just absolute shenanigans for whatever for uh again to gas up my other shows the 50th episode special of bad a show of cursed concepts we did a crossover <laughs> with bad and roll for chaos and anna was running this dune 
RPG that was one page, and it had stats like, what is your sand, your Oscar Isaac score, your... <laughs> and it was just... That's the best. It's, it was so dumb, but it was so much fun. But you had like, fun, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the important thing. But it's not like anything that's like rigorously like, th- these are the, the set rules that you yeah. play by. It, it was very much just 100% bullshit, and it was yeah. so much fun. And I, I should send you that, that rule please, sheet because please do. Yeah, it would be fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, and, and if you want to listen to that, that's, again, Bad, a show of Cursed Concepts, episode hey. 50. I forget what the title is, but we're on it. It's a good time. I like that you know per episode what's happening in there. Well, okay, this is my network. I got to keep tabs on everything that's we, going on in it. We have 17 uploads, Yeah. right? 11 yeah. of those are episodes. Uh, what, five, six of those are those prologue episodes. Yeah. And if it isn't one of the prologue episodes, I would be hard-pressed to tell you what happens in those episodes. Gosh. Well, and I'm like, bad is mostly <laughs> just nonsense, and I love it. Um, Anna and our buddy Gabe are listening to, like, various just cursed audios from across the internet. So you remember when the berries and cream thing was a thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. It, they had an entire episode of ba- I feel bad like I listened to that one. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> The peak of internet content, but that's, yeah, <laughs> bad is where any bad content goes to die, basically, and I feel so... Goes to die or goes to get second life, perhaps. I mean, two things can be true. <laughs> Both hey, at once. Hey, aren't you running a campaign with the undead as, like, a crucial, like... <laughs> yeah, uh... I didn't intend no for this Sorry. to happen. No, this is fine, actually. Um... I didn't intend for this to happen, but overwhelmingly, it became a story about uh, death and how you deal with that and what happens and why. Um, and that was not as heavy as I had intended to get in our, our goofy ass podcasts where like, you know, <laughs> six yeah. people from Disney World played a game. Um, <laughs> but like uh, it has worked its way into like every facet of this story uh, in a way that is like. I, I, I'm like a little bit proud of um, because like <laughs> we needed when we realized we were going to like upload it somewhere we were like oh I guess we have to come up with like a tagline or like uh, a little blurb um, yeah. and I wrote this thing offhand because it was just like fresh in my mind from editing um, where they made some jokes about bacon and some jokes about biceps uh, and I said, uh, it's a D&D podcast about uh, death, biceps, and bacon, I guess. Uh, and I wrote that verbatim, including the, I guess, uh, yeah. part into the, the little bio. Um, and that has become uh, how I open every episode. I, I love <laughs> say, it. say, hi, I'm, you know, I'm Corey. I, this is Welcome to Vibe Proficiency, a D&D podcast about death, blank, and blank. And those two blanks are supposed to be like lead-ins to jokes that will happen later in the episode. Yeah. Uh, so like, uh, I I've done so many of these. I should be able to like pull any from a hat. Um, but you know, it, it's just like uh, the one constant is that the death thing in this show. Yeah. Um, and with the music, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the DS Ere. It's a musical concept. Uh, it's very. I'm not. Can you explain it? <laughs> yeah. It's it's a musical motif that you've undoubtedly heard. Um, and, uh, so it goes, 
Dun, 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 dun. Right? You know that yeah. little... Okay, that's the, that's the DSC, right? Okay. Uh, it's from, like, this old, like, chant. It's, like... It, it was a poem. It was a chant. It's, like, it has become inextricably linked to the concept of, like, death and danger and stuff like that. It is just... Yeah. Pull it. Pull any movie. Uh, anyway, the entire Sweeney Todd soundtrack is just that one motif, like over and over. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Making it's Christmas. Right. Like it's the same thing. Uh, Frozen uses it. Uh, like it's it's everywhere. Um, I didn't and know I, that that had a name. That's so it cool. It does. I'll send you a link later where like uh, it's just like ripped from like a bunch of movies. Like here's all the times we use it. Um, but. Uh, you know, I was writing music for the show and I needed to convey death somehow. And so I, uh, I used that theme verbatim in, in the show in almost every track. And it's just kind of there. Uh, and oh it's just gosh. kind of subtle. <laughs> and it's not... Um, it's always like... The music that I write is a little like... Uh, I write motifs uh, yeah. for like each of the characters or each of like the concepts and stuff. So there's like the party, like heroes motif... Um, that's in the, the main theme song. And then at the end of that theme song, um, underneath all of those layers in like a very, it's like panned off to one side, like just kind of in the background is the death motif um, yeah. at the end of the song, right? So like you don't really hear it, but it's there. Um, and so like all of my motifs, uh, where appropriate, will incorporate this one little musical idea. Yeah. Um, so that's so, kind of... Uh, soundtrack drop win. <laughs> When, when is this right. going to be on Spotify? <laughs> so, so that's the other thing is that, like, uh, I didn't intend to put this much effort into the music. I thought I'd make some, like, eight-bar loops and just kind of just drop them in the background and be like, deal with it. Um, and then in episode five, um, there's there's an encounter. They, they like, mm-hmm. meet the god of death, right? And um, I that scored... That sequence! I'm sorry, that I... sequence! <laughs> beautifully scored and Thank like you. the illustration of <laughs> hi go listen to episode five of i proficient go listen to the full thing honestly but yeah ooh. that when that dropped that was like the thing that i made that i was like most proud of out of like every project i've ever made right <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, like i went to school for art right like i've made a lot of things and i finished that and uh I finally finished editing it and composed like it's an 11 and a half minute long sequence. And I scored that whole like 11 and a half minutes based on like what is being said and what is happening in that in that exact moment. So like all the right motifs hit at the right time. And um, and I started dropping motifs for characters that don't you haven't met yet, but I'm dropping like foreshadowing into that score. And so like nobody but me was like this is cool and impressive uh but i dropped it and i was like that is gonna be so cool to look back on to have like <laughs> i felt yeah. like i had like pointed into the rafters and been like check this one out oh um God. and yeah so i truly loved it but i finished editing it um i uploaded it and i didn't listen to it until that tuesday when it came out uh and it, it hurt uh like it was so good <laughs> to listen to uh, and knowing what I know about, like, the characters that are being referenced that don't don't have a name yet, right? Like, but yeah. I know what the story is, and it, so it felt really good. Um, but then, like, episode seven, I started writing some new music there, and I was like, maybe this is the thing that I'm, like, more proud of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so, like, it has been 
such an outlet for this musical thing that I've done since I was like seven and I haven't been able to like do anything with it um, so you do such a good job with it my guy thank like, you the uh, gosh I remember listening to that sequence um because I was I, I work in pot pottery full-time mm -hmm. and I happen to be like on the hydraulic press that day which is very mindless but it meant like <laughs> I could like just visualize yeah, what you were describing in the scene oh. and holy shit like that entire I, I don't want to spoil things but just, no, it's cool. Ooh, ooh. There's a there's ah. a moment in that it's it's <laughs> looking at the file. I was like really nervous um, because on paper, what it is is a sequence of like I said, like eleven minutes of me talking nonstop, um, and there is uh, maybe a, a grand total of like a minute where the other players are talking in yeah. there, um, and then it's me just exposition dumping, and I was like, this won't work. Um, and so I was like really, really nervous about it and I dropped it and I got messages from everybody being like, oh, I was like passively listening and now I'm in. Uh, and for me, like that was, uh, like crystal kingdom happened in an, an adventure zone. Mm -hmm. And I was like, there was something about like the music and the story felt like it was beginning. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, like it was just shits and giggles up until that yeah. point, and then it's like, oh, there is something behind all There's this. There's something here, um, and and I could feel like that was the moment where I was like, maybe this show works. Maybe it's not just kind of a goofy thing we're throwing out into the ether. Maybe it's like worth putting time into. Yeah. Um, and so after that, I've been spending like a lot of a lot of time and effort on making sure that that all, all works. But uh, what I was going to say is like, there's like a little moment in there where um, I'm playing this one motif kind of like over and over, like Asinato type. And um, uh, then the dialogue says, um, you feel ill just looking at it. And I just mash on the fucking keys. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it is like the most like upsetting sound. And I was just Hair's like, on the there back it is. Of my neck. Yeah. I, I swear um, to God. And I, I I think that like the thing I've learned from like that specific uh, like composing that piece was like it turns out that it's dumb when you have to say like here's why I wrote that piece of music but when you hear it it's like that's good stuff uh, because that whole piece is derivative of like the theme song itself mm -hmm. so like the theme for the show has this like arpeggio that goes up and it's kind of bright and kind of like it's an adventure sort of a, a song yeah. and this one the arpeggios go down and it's like slightly darker toned and like um I and the now. reason that the arpeggios go down is because i was like well they're underground and when i said that to one of my players i was like i don't it sounds cooler i promise like it's really dumb to say <laughs> this is why i wrote it that way no, but when you, when you hear it yeah it worked out so <laughs> Goodness. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I would 100% just listen to the vibe. Of, okay, you know how, like, um, there are the, the, the lo-fi, chill-hop, whatever, yeah, or yeah, the, yeah. like, dark academia playlist to listen to while you're writing? Yeah. That would be the vibe proficiency <laughs> soundtrack in my brain. I, I'm not I just saying that. that to gas you up, but yeah, 100%. Like, I would listen to that for creative purposes. Like, yeah. just... And, like, I do want to... I want to give it away. Um... But, but again, oh, excuse me. Oh, God, I just burped into the microphone. But again, yes. oh, I didn't hear it, so. the, uh, um, the uh, 
the way that I write this music is very much like each character or concept has a motif that if you're like musically inclined, you can hear it. You know what I mean? Um, one of the characters in particular, their motif is the notes D E A D in ascending order over and over. Egg babe. Right? Um, babe. It's an egg babe. Uh, but like, um, you don't know that unless you have like perfect pitch or unless you know like what key we're in and then you're like, oh, okay. Uh, but Here like, we are. Um, but that character's motif ends up in a lot of places because they're like very connected to a lot of the story. Um, and I didn't want to drop some of these tracks for people to be like, how come I can hear that character's theme in this ominous track? <laughs> and how come I, you know, like, how come I can hear like, the, the party motif in this very scary, like, death-sounding track. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's, some, there's some moments where I'm like, I kind of want to hide that. Uh, and so even when I send it to... There are a couple of friends where I'll be like, we listen to this before I, like, commit it to the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will title it, like, title redacted.wav, and I will send it over. <laughs> because, like, I know what I want to call them, but it would give away the story. Yeah. <laughs> um, so once once season one or whatever we want to call that is done, then I'm probably just going to drop them all somewhere for like, I don't know, band camp or I don't know, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever works best to like get music to people, uh, because I have been getting a lot of people asking, like, where can I get that? And I'm like, oh, it only exists on my computer right now. <laughs> so eventually one day it yeah. will be free. I'm going to press no. that shit into a vinyl. <laughs> I, That'd be good. I have a record player and I would play it in my living room. I'm not shitting you. The, no, but that's the thing. Like, if, if you're paying attention for that sort of motif theme right. thing, gosh, I, I feel like such an asshole anytime I'm listening to uh, musicals with my partner because I, I think we were going through, like, we had, um, I think the Heather's soundtrack was playing nice. or something, and I was like, there's that motif from Beautiful, and he's like, what yeah. are you talking about? And I'm like, no, it's like, it's a recurring theme thing, my guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, so is... I, I do pay attention to that sort of thing. I don't yeah. know if I caught it in the moment. And but I like... definitely, like, I know that, um, A, it's easy to write that way. Uh, and not yeah. like, it's not easy, but it is simple to make repetitive tracks because I will write a radio edit version of the song i want to like write the vibe um and how i think it should feel and then i will break it into stems that are loopable and interchangeable so that i can stretch it out if i Mm -hmm. need to make it more than like three minutes long um and that's a thing that i that's that's a toby fox joint right there right like 100 percent. right write the motif and play it ad nauseum uh and play everything else around it so that it feels like there's movement, but it's really just the same thing going on. Um, And then the other thing that he's doing is uh, uh, if you take a finished song and you drop it into like Audacity or whatever, and then you um, like grain it out, like Paul stretch it out. So you can take a three minute song and make it like 16 minutes long by just like stretching it. All of a sudden it turns into like a big atmospheric like thing that's in like, yeah. the same key so then you can play your music over the top of it if you need to um and i haven't done that in any of the episodes that have come out yet but it's coming <laughs> so Ooh, i'm stealing a bunch of bunch of ideas from toby fox and a bunch of ideas from yeah broadway like musical theater is really good at 
yeah. giving a motif and making it mean something. Um, Gosh, it's it's such a good like that's cohesive like musicianship in my brain. It's like if you can bring certain poignant things back and like right and I, set off I love those bulb, moments. You know? yeah, yeah, I love those moments in movies and and like I said, like musicals and stuff. But I just wanted to have them. So it just meant that I had to, you know, take a little extra time for a couple of things, but it worked out. No, and so. uh, again, the the craftsmanship behind vibe proficiency. I'm not trying to like blow hot air at, up here or whatever, but like that was not whatever that metaphor is or that that <laughs> idiom. That wasn't what it was, but you know, I tried. Uh. Um, I was gonna ask. Are we at the end of season one? By the, by the time this drops, no. it'll probably be end of February. Right. So. Um, so right now we're in like a small hiatus that um, is mostly because I am the only one who uh, works on the production of the show. Um, yeah. And, you know, I run I run the, the like timeline essentially because it is dependent on like, did I have time to edit an episode right. this week? Um, and I had a backlog and things got busy and then it was you know the holidays it was new year's and it was just very apparent that i was not going to get one done uh and then uh some of our audio corrupted and so we're gonna have to gonna have to figure that out but um i i think it's still salvageable i think it's fine uh but that's like hi uh editor brain is just like that dropped it was a bit of a nightmare (laughs) um and in like episode four or something, I'm like, hi, Tyler's recording broke on this one. Sorry. Like, it sounds bad. Yeah. Uh, and everybody was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was just like, it sounds bad to me, but OK. Right. Like, that works. Yeah, I couldn't tell. So I'm hoping that the, it'll be a similar uh, experience there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we are on kind of a hiatus, but uh, we have recorded enough that if we release every two weeks, it'll be like almost... I want to say it was between a year and a half and two years worth of episodes Dang. before yeah, we get so, to the part where we stopped playing for a little while. Yeah, you, you just dropped episode 11 as yeah. of two weeks ago as of recording. So yeah. how many more episodes this season do you have to come, <laughs> uh, if, you're, if you're counting? <laughs> I think there are nearly 40 total. So we're not even halfway through the season. N- no. Okay, we, we've, got, um, we've got room. Yeah. And it's very daunting to, like, picture it that way, for sure. Um, So you're not aiming for 69 (laughs) episodes for this time? No, uh, I would have loved to. Um, But but yeah, now I I don't know. Because basically, without spoiling anything, what ended up happening is we were kind of trudging down this, like, one-story thread, and then everybody was like, I don't want to. And and it wasn't like... like, Yeah, it just wasn't like working the way that I had like thought it was going to um and we were like in the midst of combat and I just kind of was like hey gang we might need to we might need to call an audible here uh and we had this like kind of lengthy discussion about like I think this is this is what we have to do now yeah and I don't want to be I don't want to do that uh but I think that is where we have led the story yeah um, and it was like, I never felt shittier <laughs> than, than in that moment where I was like, I think I have to railroad you extremely hard right now in order to like, 
get you what I think that it is that you're looking for. Like, I think you want this out of the game, and I wasn't prepared for that. So in order to pivot, yeah, I have to do this one thing. Um, and it was rough. Uh, and it was, like, awkward and uncomfortable to, like, have that conversation. Uh, and then we got, I don't know, um, 10 uh, recording sessions, which is, like, 20 episodes of, like, extremely good content that I'm, like, very excited about. <laughs> out of that decision and they were all like um hey that was weird but this works uh, yeah. and so like from from then on we were kind of like let's kind of talk this through more <laughs> um yeah like we should have had these conversations prior to playing but um they are fruitful to have so. yeah well then that's the thing it's such a cool like dynamic of trust to be able to have with your party to be like yeah hey, this is a shot I have to call, or, like, to also be sure that you're, like, respecting players' boundaries, too. Right, yeah. And, like, making sure everyone gets what they're wanting out of this experience. Yeah. That's so I basically important. was like, I'm going to do something awful, just truly horrific right now, and I need you to know that it is in preparation because, like, I think you're going to want to do this other thing that we were going to do in Season 2. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of a way to get us there. Um, but I know you want to, and there will be like, you know, magical items. And like, I was trying to like sell it and they were just like, then do it. Right. And I yeah. was like, okay, I thought this would be a harder conversation. <laughs> um, but yeah, truly very, very yeah. stoked that they were like on board enough to like do that because um, basically I did this one thing and then kind of let go of the reins and was like, okay, now what? And they just like took it and ran in two places that I never, never expected our dinky little show to go. Oh, uh, and so I'm so excited for those, but I'm, I'm they won't come out until there. like next yeah. year. <laughs> so it's wild. So that's uh, the it's fun wild. of re releasing every two weeks or whatever. Yeah. It's like you, the, the timing. It's like, I'm looking forward to this very specific thing that happens, but it's not going to drop for yeah. six months, but I and know I it's coming. I can't talk about it and stuff. It's like, oh, God. Uh, so... But uh, the, the of part of the fun of, like, knowing that we have, like, finished that whole story is that um, you can go back and set up more meaningful moments sooner that you know play out. Because, um, yeah. like, everyone had an idea of, like, what they wanted their character to be like and who they wanted them to be. And then you play them and you realize that's not what I want at all. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Casey played Fandrin for an episode and then was like, I don't want to play him anymore. He is kind of not fun. Like, he doesn't oh. like anybody, and I want to have friends. And I was, I was like, gonna yeah. I was going to ask about Fan. Like, how's Fan doing? Does Fan come back? No. Mm -hmm. oh, that's a face. Okay. Um, TBD. Yeah, that's a, that's a thing that's going to happen. Um, mm. uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it truly is one of those things where you think you know what you want out of the story, and then as it's unfolding, you're like, Nah, it could be stronger if we did this other thing. Yeah. Um, and so the prologue episodes were recorded after we finished playing the story. Yeah. Um, and you can hear the change in audio quality uh, and how it's like good suddenly. <laughs> um, and, and then it goes back to bad in episode one. Um, but we did that because it was like, we needed promotional material for the show. Yeah. And we thought we would just be like, hi, I'm Chandler. I play Elwin. And, like, bullshit for, like, a minute. 
And then we realized like all of these things that we wanted to be big moments in the show could be bigger if we planted seeds before the first episode. Yeah. Uh, so we did. Um, and I love that though. I'm waiting for them to, to bear fruit at this point. Yeah. The, the, the sapling is there. Now the tree needs to grow. Mm, that's beautiful. Yes. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Gosh, so that kind of leads to one of the questions on my list of questions here. Um, so you've got this platform for you. You've got the the TikTok that seems to be blowing up because of your Disney content oh, at the yeah. moment. And then you've got uh, your Twitch. Uh, how do you leverage these platforms that these Internet spaces that you occupy to, like, promote things that you enjoy doing? Um, I think that, like... I wasn't seeing TikTok as a way to like uh, advertise the show or anything yeah. for a long time. TikTok was that one weird thing where like my cosplay friends lip sync to audios and I like occasionally put out music. Yeah, well, um, and you've got a whole video like, how do I ask people to engage with the thing it, I've been putting all this I time I didn't into? know. I truly, I made that video. And, <laughs> and what you're describing is this video where I like, do a fake like a mockumentary style like mm-hmm. a pre-release of the show it was going to go live the next day and um i'm talking to a producer off camera who doesn't exist uh and being like i don't know how to i don't know how to ask people to listen to this show and it will make me feel gross to do that um and i put a lot of work into it and i guess now i just have to hope that people like it yeah. uh, and it's you know it's about a minute long um and I did that because I was so uncomfortable with asking people to to go listen to the show. That's a big um, fucking mood, though. Anytime yeah. I do anything that's not related to the TikTok content I've posted, I'm like, this isn't what y'all are here for, but this yeah. is what I'm up to. And it to. truly was not what people were there for. It got maybe 200 views in, like, mm-hmm. three weeks. And at the time, I had, like, 9,000 followers. So I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, uh, Like, clearly this is not going anywhere. And I was like... I was kind of hoping that was going to be like a bigger thing and only the people who already knew it was going to exist uh, were engaging with that video. Yeah. Um, and so I, I just kind of gave up on it. Um, and then a little while later, I was like, hey, all of the successful podcasts have that like audiogram where you can like see the waveform. Um, and it's, you know, it's a good tool because if you're scrolling on mute, it's got captions you can see the waveform moving so you know like if you're interested you could turn on your your volume um and so i made i I wrote some code and i i made a whole thing in blender in order to like make those myself because i'm poor and i didn't want to spend money on the subscription services that do those advertisements for you Um, i have wondered so long how that is done you did it in blender I did. It's a 3D scene rendered flat. I'm um, going to have to hit you up about that. <laughs> I can send you the template. Um, my my friend uh, Dan uses it for uh, his podcast as well. Um, because he was like, so cool. I need to advertise this thing and I don't have the spoons for that. And I was just like, bet. Uh, and so I set it all up for him and was just like, now you just have to hit go. Like drag in your, your music files and hit go. Um, and so like that's... That's cool. Like it's a it's an accessible yeah. tool. You know what I mean? It's a free software, so like anybody could use it. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I I put up one of those, uh, and I put them up on Instagram. I put it up on on TikTok, the and they did monsters. worse. 
They did worse. Um, And so I realized like quickly, like everyone thinks it's an ad. So they're going to scroll, right? Like it's, Mm -hmm. it looks like an ad. It talks like an ad. It's an ad. And uh, so um, I didn't want to like necessarily trick people into watching that ad, but I knew that my face had to be in it and it's an audio medium. So I was like, how do I do that? Right. Like, uh, and so I kicked around some ideas of, do I lip sync to my own podcast? Right. Like, (laughs) you know, is that really what I do? Um, but what I ended up doing instead, I kind of settled on this thing where I show up on screen and I like give some sort of relatable thing about D and D and then it cuts into that video. Um, and that first one or the first one did well. It got like, I don't know, 4,000 views, which I was like, that's better. Like, let's try it again. That's what we're here for. And so I did another one, and that one is sitting at like 35,000 right now. And I was like, okay, we got it. <laughs> um, and truly, uh, that video took off, and our listenership like doubled. Damn. Um, and I was like, oh, weird. Uh, and so I made a few more, and we didn't see, we got a lot of diminishing returns on that. Yeah. But I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> clearly there's something here. Like people are looking for this sort of content. I just don't know how to get to them. I can make all of the fancy looking stuff, but I don't know how how to force the platform to give it to the people who want to who want to watch it. Yeah. So I wish I had a better answer for you. <laughs> no, I mean that's still like you you're still putting it out there in one way or another. Yeah. That was something that uh I I've always been a little apprehensive about and again for for the reason yeah. of like most of the people who follow me follow me for blowing up yeah. marshmallows in my microwave and not <laughs> right. for like having thoughtful discussions <laughs> over a podcast medium for an hour yeah so yeah that that idea of okay yeah I, I think this is worth time because i put my time into it but how do i convince others that that is the case like, mm-hmm. hey, you might enjoy engaging with this. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think right now, because the content that's working <laughs> for me is content that I don't know if I want to continue making, but um, it's telling stories about, like, wild guests from when I worked at Disney. And um, yeah. uh, overwhelmingly, the comments are all about my voice, whether they're good or bad. Um, a lot of people truly, truly hate my voice. So, like, sorry to your listeners no. if this is, like, not it. Bruh, um, bruh, I, there's something about, like, the the almost graveliness of your voice <laughs> that I, it's a very, like, soft and, like, soothing isn't quite the right, right word, but it's, okay. it's a very relaxed and chill vibe, and I feel like I could it's just calm. sit. Um, yeah, calm. Thank you. The, well, and there's, like... <laughs> Some of the, it got me into trouble at work a lot um, because if somebody was like screaming at me and I didn't scream back, I sound like this. This is yeah. how it is, right? And they would Sir, be I'm so mad that down. I wouldn't escalate that it would make them even more mad. And uh, and so like I know that that's what's happening because like I, I would estimate that like 30% of the comments I'm getting right now are about, I hate listening to you. Uh, and I'm like, okay. Uh, but every now and then somebody would be like, I really like this. And whenever that happens, I will swoop in with a comment that's like, I do a podcast where I tell stories with my friends. I don't tell them it's a D&D podcast. Yeah. I'll be like, you can check my bio for a storytelling podcast that features my voice pretty heavily. Enjoy. Um, so and, get in there. and weirdly enough, 
I'm seeing I'm seeing people like on our analytics start from episode zero. And I'm like, all right, (laughs) maybe that worked a little bit. So I think the uh, the problem that maybe you and I both have is uh, uh, feeling comfortable being like, hey, you should check out my stuff because I don't like doing that at all. (laughs) No, it's it's the uh, gosh, uh, I I think very highly of myself, but I also consider myself to be of little consequence is something I I wrote of myself (laughs) in like 2016. I'm like, that's That's, still that's very strong. Yeah, vibes mood. (laughs) Oh, but yeah, I was going to ask just kind of on only tangentially related. We, I, I want to respect your time because we're already running oh, you're a little fine, long, You're fine. You're but, fine. You're um, fine. The, the idea of what, what uh, other things do you do outside of like podcasting, outside of oh, music boy. that uh, you enjoy doing? We, we talked a little bit about uh, sewing uh, during yeah. the break. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm kind of picking that up right now. I feel like uh, my... My grandfather is like an inventor type dude. My dad is very like mechanically inclined. He like makes a lot of things out of like metal. Um, and I don't like being dirty. Uh, and so <laughs> like, I, I never kind of could get into like the, the machine work that like my dad was doing. Um, but I like the, the idea that you have something to like hold on to when you're done making a thing. And so yeah. I do a lot of that. Um, I like always have, uh, I started drawing in like third grade. Uh, my friend and I made comics for extra credit assignments. Um, and that same friend every year for my birthday would get me a Sonic the Hedgehog comic (laughs) subscription. (laughs) So our art, our art was very Sonic looking, uh, at the time. Um, I'm going to need like a (laughs) sample of a third grade Corey's artwork. It's so bad. Um, but uh, I've liked doing art for a long, long time. I got my degree in it, like I said. Um, but like while I was doing school, I realized that like, hey, it's all art, y'all. Um, I could, do, I could, I could do whatever, and it's still art. Um, so I got into like computer programming in college for like art. I got into like projection mapping. I bought drones to do art with. I, you know, I started doing like three D modeling and like scanning things for three D model. Like my current profile picture on Twitch and TikTok is a 3D scan of my head, right? Like yeah. that's that I just enjoy dipping my toes into things, learning the like 60%-ish of, of stuff about it in order to feel proficient. Yeah. <laughs> and then moving to the next thing. Um because yeah, I think there's like it's fun, but there's also some power in the like Oh, I know how to fix that. I know how to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if somebody needs help with something, I'm the guy somehow. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I do a lot of I do a lot of garbage. And like I was saying at the top, like you can't say uh, you I do, do a lot of garbage. I do a lot of like, garbage. So uh, much of this is like very much like curiosity driven. Eventually, to the point of like you have some modicum yeah. of expertise in something yeah. so that's that's truly it and that's that's very much like the adam savage model of like learning it's yeah. just like well i'm gonna i'm gonna ask somebody who knows and then i'm gonna try it a bunch until i feel good about it and now i'm gonna move on <laughs> to something else um but like D truly does capture like art i used to make maps for our games even though nobody would see them but us um the audio editing, I get to make music, I get to write stories, you know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I get to play games. Uh, so yeah, other other than like d and I'm on, I'm on Twitch. Um, I do a lot of gaming and, uh, you know, painting stuff there. 
Yeah. I've done some in college, like, uh, my community was all, like, on Twitch. And so uh, a lot of, like, what I did for, like, extra cash for, like, you know, goldfish crackers and booze was uh, <laughs> work on, like, other people's streams for, like, graphics yeah. and stuff like that. And um, so I really have a lot of fun kind of dinking around with, like, a lot of different things. Yeah, but... fingers in many pies, as it were. Yeah, I love a good pie. <laughs> Who doesn't, honestly? I, I was going to... This is not the the phrase I want to cap this off with. Was, well, but uh, if uh, people want to get a taste of more Cory Pie, where, where can they find you on the internet, my my friend? Oh, Boise. Um, I yeah. Okay, so on TikTok, I am Kaiju Chaos. Uh, I'm sure that is that in the description. Do I have to spell it for no, people? No, I, I will put it in the. the, the all okay. of these links will be in the uh, show notes if I can remember wow, yeah, perfect. to do that. Uh, I'm Kaiju Chaos there. I'm also Kaiju Chaos on Twitch, but that one was already taken, so I did have to put an underscore in the middle. Lame. <laughs> I know. So was Corey C. Uh, C-O-R-Y-C-E-E was already taken, so I had to, on Twitter, so I had to be Corey underscore C on Twitter. Yeah, I feel and that. every year I go and I check to see if... Uh, if 2014 Corey C has deleted their account yet, and they have not. Vacated? So. <laughs> no. Well, I had that same issue when I changed from It's Pipster to Mothsbane. Like, Mothsbane oh, yeah? was available everywhere except for Instagram, and so it's <sighs> moths.bane. <laughs> you what? hate a break from form like that. I'm saying. Brand parody. We don't know her. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it. I think... Uh, oh, well, obviously you can find my show on wherever you find your podcasts. Yeah, wherever uh, you Every other Tuesday... Uh, there will also be a link in the description below uh, and maybe thanks. I'll bully you into being on my network <laughs> <laughs> discussions nice. to have off mic I, I promise <laughs> but uh, Corey this has been an absolute delight and I'm, I'm so yeah, glad this, this is great that, that we got a chance to talk So uh, me too a little extra thank you to my buddy Foster Nicole for the use of her song I Like Your Brain as the theme song of this project here. You can find the full track of that over on Spotify and Apple Music and give the rest of her songs a listen too because she makes some great stuff. Yeah, well, again, thanks for being here and uh, we'll see you guys next time here on Tell Me. Bye. Ooh, I'm waving. We're, we're both waving. This show is brought to you by Common Unity Media. Fun people, fun podcasts, fan-funded. Find more great shows at our website, commonunity.media. Thank you so much for listening.